0: to episode 39 of the Gold Card Podcast. I'm your host, Vince Colati at Jalati LOL. Along with me is John George at the Esports Plug.
1: How we doing, everybody?
0: And Calvin T at Ruler Sama. Hello. Uh, Chris Chung, unfortunately, is not able to join us for this one, but he did leave us his ranks for the region we're going to be talking about today, which is our preseason tiers and power rankings for the LEC in Europe, uh, both... North America and Europe starting up next weekend, uh, the weekend of January 25th. Uh, I think EU starts Friday, right? Are they doing Saturday? I think it's going to be Friday. So we're gonna yeah, I believe we just 24th. I think is the first day for Europe. Yep. So we're going to be going through our preseason rankings. We're going to be talking about each of uh, each of these teams a little bit, and we're going to be separating everything by uh, tiers. Uh, a lot of times, you're going to have differences here and there in rankings, but Having a general idea of where a team fits in relation to the whole region is better, which is why we tend to use tiers instead of individual rankings more. Um, We did some, you know, individual rankings just to give you some, you know, more detail. But the big picture is the tiers. So real quick, I'll just go over the tiers again. Um, First, we have S tier, which is – these are like your world championship caliber teams. These are teams that are substantially ahead of their region – sometimes we'll give out an S plus that's someone that we think is going to be contending for the world championship this year then we have the A tier which are your likely playoff teams that could contend for a title if a couple things go their way these are usually solid teams with maybe a weakness or two or high upside teams with you know some smaller questions um then we have the B tier which is where the majority of teams fall in most regions um these are teams that might make the playoffs or they might just barely miss it's most of the middle of the table teams will fall into this category um often they do either one thing well and have like a lot of weaknesses or they're just pretty solid, but don't do anything exceptionally well. They're, you know, textbook, middle of the table teams. Uh, then we have the C tier, which is your non-playoff teams that would need a couple things to go right in order to have a shot at making a playoff spot. Um, these are often teams that are pretty good and they're competitive, but they just lack the overall ability or, um, like a lot of times they'll beat the bad teams, but they can't beat the good teams. Um, Next up, we have the D tier, which is your almost definitely non-playoff teams. Uh, they don't really have any kind of shot without, you know, some kind of miracle developing, basically. Um, not all regions will have these, but this is often like rebuilding teams, teams with, you know, bigger rosters that are constantly swapping and making substitutions, or just pretty bad teams. See, um, Jinnere, <laughs> last year in LCK. <laughs> then uh, we have the F tier. I don't think we're going to be giving any of these out today, but maybe we will. Um... F tier is basically just, this team doesn't belong in a major region. Like, this should be a challenger team, or maybe in the future, if we have, like, you know, t- small region teams playing in North America or something like that, it could be something different. But F tier is reserved for only the worst of the worst. So, there we have it. There's our tiers. S, A, B, C, D, F. And we're going to dive into it. We're going to start at 10 with uh, in in Europe here. So... I'll of you guys, what did we aggregate? We aggregated 8.7 for SK Gaming. Uh, I'll let you guys take the floor on this one first.
1: So SK for me is clearly the worst team in the league, more so than than anywhere else. And I'll say something in general about Europe this season too. This is the first season that I felt like Europe got worse. North yeah, America got a lot more... Yeah, North America got a lot more competitive for me. China got a ton more competitive for me. Europe, I think the the gap widened in Europe between the best teams and the worst teams, like more so than it has been. And uh, SK Gaming for me is the biggest indicator of that. They're the worst team for me by far. They have Sakre, who's a bottom three top laner. Trick, who's probably a bottom three jungler. Uh, Gen X, I think, has, has the potential to be very good crown shot I think has some upside and limit I've seen a number of times actually and I think he's probably a bottom three support so three players in the bottom three in their position two guys that are not exceptional but have upside I think they're a team that's going to want to rebuild either summer or next year
0: oh how the money have fallen with trick right yeah
1: uh... I think there's maybe a lot of uh, insistence even when he came back last split that maybe he wasn't going to be great but I mean
0: trick could all right so let's Tell tell a story where this team is good. Like let's try to figure this out, right? Because I I think we all, it's not unanimous. So Chris has them at Chris has them at eight. Uh, Cal, you have them or John, you have them last. Cal, you have them ninth, ninth, and then I have them tenth as well. Like let's tell the story. Like what's what's the dream that happens here? Like what makes this team good? Is it just not these players? <laughs> like is it just they bring a challenger player up and the challenger player is a stud and then they go on some kind of run or something. Like what does this the team bottom, need to do to make the playoffs?
1: The bottom half of the map. Like I think Gen X, Crown Shot, and if Limit has a good season, that's serviceable. Like they could win some games from there. I think, especially with the way the meta is right now, though, where we were talking about how like jungle top and jungle mid is the key to, to everything at the moment, it's just really rough to have Raid trick as your as your top two guys, but Yeah.
0: It's really hard for the bottom lane to blow like it's weird. I say that in a meta game where like Nautilus and Leona are like the supports, like these are playmaking <laughs> supports. But generally speaking, it's really hard for the bottom lane to blow a game wide open. Uh, like the supports aren't being played to dominate lane; they're being played to like be there for the mid, like the level six team fight that happens at the first dragon, yeah. which is almost always happening. So I don't know, like. Is there, a, is there a world where Trick just, like, recaptures some of what he had before and then, like, maybe there's, like, four good players and, like, a serviceable guy on this team? Or is it just, like, all doom and gloom for these guys?
1: I think their ceiling's, like, eighth. Like, if they yeah. if they really played well, they could get, like, seventh or eighth maybe. But I don't, I don't see them making the playoffs even if everything goes their way. Cal, Cal what do you think on SK Gaming?
2: Um, I think second to last. Um... Nothing really much. I I think this I don't know, like John said, the LC has gone pretty bad. Uh sake tricks gen X are a big question mark for me in the top half because I think the other top halves and other teams are better, like especially Misfits when we get to later, even though they're all like young players, I think they're like a the type of team to just excel better than an S K. So
0: yeah, it, it, this is kind of like a combination of like the ceiling on this team's kind of low and like there was enough teams that the top teams made enough improvements that the gaps kind of widen. Like the region as a whole I think is downgraded, but the top, I think the, the top half teams all made, you know, upgrade, like not the best teams, but like, like the three through six teams all made kind of upgrades. So I think it's it's just really hard to tell a story where this team makes the playoffs
1: Um yeah, I just don't see how they get there. Even if they get pretty lucky, I think this is a non-playoff team.
0: All right, next up we have at 8.5, not that much different, surprisingly, uh, is Vitality. Wow. All right, so I had Vitality at 8, like a tier up from – so I had uh, – we'll get to them in a bit. But, like, I had SK and Mad Lions kind of as the bottom tier, like the D tier teams. But, like, Mad Lions, I, I respect that has they have some upside. Vitality, I just, like, don't see it. Like, I don't.
2: Yeah, I have a very dead last because I think Jack Troll sucks. <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like everyone sucks. <laughs> but I think Jack Troll actually is, like, no, really Cabo Shard's really good. Cabo like, Shard's this is really going to be the Cabo
0: Shard show, right? And it just sucks because
2: and... you put, like, a bunch of new guys with Cabo Shard and then you have Jack Troll. Like, I feel like Jack Troll is not that type of support will like, help carry has, you know, care, ADC. So I think that's the biggest downfall right there is having one guy not one veteran not being able to carry his uh young bloods.
0: I have I have them weirdly the exact same rank as Flyquest and it's like coincidentally like a very similar show where it's like okay this is just going to be the Viper show and then like a bunch of people that wouldn't I don't know maybe. The difference is vitality it's more um like they, at least these are younger guys most of them besides Jack Troll like like Skeens was really really good in um the all the challenger leagues, right? Like I remember you guys were talking about him quite a bit in the uh during the uh God what's the tournament? EU,
2: EU
0: Masters. Masters. EU Masters, yeah, yeah. Oh. So I know you guys were pretty high on him. I don't know ah. much about Melica. Ah. Like I don't know. Like Cal, did you watch any EU Masters for
1: What's the deal with Melica? Yeah. Uh
2: I think it's okay. I think he's pretty good. Um I just don't know I think the mid lane and LSE, like mid laners and LSE are actually really good as well. Uh, I, I don't know how good giants was last year. I think mean, they were okay, but like, like I said, there's other mid laners. like Ronaldo. They're going to get to Nuke duck. You know what I mean? Like Larson, like compared to all, all those other mid laners, I, they're probably like a tier ahead of them.
1: Yeah. This team, I actually, I actually quite like this team. There's been a lot of debate uh, on my YouTube channel People about a couple teams in particular, this being one of them. Uh, Cabochard's very good. Like, for me, like, probably a top three top laner in the league. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, Milica from Giants. Giants was one of the best EU Masters teams. Comp came from LDLC, who was like. I, I don't know how more LDLC players didn't get picked up because LDLC is just been a powerhouse. Like, yeah, they were like
0: one of the. It was like Giants, Lions, and. Well, well, whatever the old name for Lions was. And then ldlc we're like the three best eu masters teams right like by yeah, they a pretty, were... pretty long slot like shot right like they're way better than everyone else
1: and then Skeens was from vitality b so he's already played i would assume a fair bit with cabochard and jack troll i know they scrim vitality b so i i think i think this team has a decent amount of potential like i don't think they have a chance to win the league but comp should be good milica should be good Cabochard was one of the best top laners in the league. Skeens is a, a, a serviceable, at least, jungler. My only problem is Jack Troll, and I mean, we talked about that. Yeah, we've talked at about length about Jack and I don't know why they why they would redo their entire roster and keep their worst player. But yeah, I, I don't think I'm not as down on this team as some people. Um, you'll see some weird, odd stuff with EU too. I just wanted to mention when I was looking over yeah. odd stuff, they they really like vitality in a thing so so much that I think it's an error. Yep. Um, but they also really like Mad Lions who we're going to talk about in a second here and there's been a lot of people telling me they think Mad Lions is going to be like a, a competing to win the league team so not for me but we'll talk about them in a second here. I'm kind of in prove it mode with them
0: but uh, we might as well just try it. like
1: like any, anything yeah.
0: else on Vitality. I have Vitality in C tier like maybe D depending on how these players work out but like they're pro- to me I had them in C tier just because like there's enough there for me to be like okay this isn't going to be like the worst team in the league.
1: Yeah, they're like, ceiling for me is, like, sixth. Like, like some of these other teams yeah. that are down here could be really bad, and like, Vitality could be better than them. Like I think Vitality
0: is clearly better than SK. Like, a cut better, like a, a yeah. chunk better, right?
1: And I feel similarly to EU as to how you felt about NA. The top five teams in EU are super clear to me, and then the rest of them have so many, like, rookies and stuff that it's kind of hard to tell who's going to pop off and who's Besides not. Besides
0: upgrade, Right, yeah. who you're really down on.
1: Yeah, So, but like between Vitality, Mad Misfits, and XL, I have a very hard time separating which of those teams is going to end up being good and which is going to end up being bad. Yeah, so we might as well
0: might as well go on to our next one. So, eight point two aggregated, we have Mad Lions. Um,
1: Probably they were the best team
0: right in the U Masters.
1: Um, not not the last U Masters, but they have generally been.
0: They're like a top um, three challenger team essentially but you masters is like a you know supercharged challenger circuit because there's so many teams in so many different regions that bring their own flavor yeah uh, which is kind of a unique thing about europe that i really like um that's we could go into that in a different show but uh so we have mad lions at eight i had them at nine in my d tier and I, so i had them with sk gaming i i'll put i'll put it this way like i kind of think that like this team is closer to vitality than sk but to me I, I just don't know like i don't know enough about these players that like to me it's all question marks
1: yeah i mean you're dealing with three mad lions guys and then humanoid who had a very good split yeah, Humanoid's good yeah he had a good split and then shadow is from um, mouse sports uh, who was also who did very well at the last yeah. EU Masters and had been touted a bit in a couple other EU Masters, but had always underperformed. Yeah, they were the like EU a tier two EU
0: Masters team, right? Like they were like there's a there's a group of teams like tier like Vitality B and um,
1: they did and better. Sports and at the last EU Masters they did well, but previously they they had kind of just been at a, been at all of them and not really done great. Uh, so I don't know this. It's basically you're taking a challenger team here and then adding Humanoid and then asking yourself how good is a challenger team with Humanoid in comparison to the LEC teams. And a lot of people seem to think that they're like a top three, top four team in the league and the betting odds are listed that way. But for me, I'm
0: going to move them up a tier. I'm convinced on that. Like, it's not just that either. It's just like, this team has upside. I don't see SK's upside. Like, I think there, there's a, I don't usually like to judge just purely on upside for these kind of things. Cause I do tier lists based more on questions than like questions and answer, like, an, like that need to be answered or that I can answer. So like midlines have a lot of questions, but I, I also think that like the way they're constructed makes sense from like an organizational standpoint, right? Like, this is a team where it's like, okay, like you have all the, if these, if you have the three kids that show up and they're good, even if they're not great and they're just good, this is going to be challenging for a playoff spot, probably, right?
1: Yeah, I think they're a pretty good team. Um, I think the biggest problem with these teams is just like between, literally, let me just list them between Orme, Shadow, Karzi, Gistic, Ray Ronaldo, Denick, uh, all these rookies that are coming in, Limit, we really have a hard time saying how well they're going to transition, and if the rookies tend to be better than average players on average, then this is a pretty good like playoff tier team.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good point. Like, and and this is like your one of your main talking points, right? Is like like trust trust more like new talent more than you don't.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I do I do think that. Uh, but I do also think that when you have younger guys like that, you usually want to give them a split. Yeah, and like guys I usually don't some think they come out firing. I have most of the teams that have rookies on them listed towards the bottom of the rankings, but I do think that this team has a super bright future with four with basically four rookies and humanoid. That's a bunch of like really good young talent for you to work with in the future. Yeah, uh, Cal, thoughts on midlines? You
0: had them at Uh,
2: yeah. I agree.
0: You had them same spot. You had them eight.
2: Yeah, in the tier above. I think um, Vitality and SK. I think just no. I think this Atlanta team good. So any nemesis to play around, you know, i us see. I mean, what I mean, just don't know how good it can be. I mean, they can just go off from here. To be honest with you, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Okay. So I think we're all on the same page, where like we like the idea, but there might just be some growing pains, which I think is a re- reason. Maybe, maybe they don't. There's a team to come back on in, in summer. Like you'll and know, I think they'll know. Yeah. Like you got to think. Just the the amount of growth that four new players can have over the course of a split as long as they like stick with it i think that's going to be a good thing so this is a team that will come back on in summer and i think we'll be kind of i don't want to compare them to row, but like they're they're going to challenge in the summer they'll be a play they'll be challenging for a playoff spot more in the summer uh number seven aggregated at 7.5 in our placements we have misfits uh, I have them in a gigantic five-team C tier with the rest of the pack, but I put them at six. Chris has them dead last in tenth with an F grade on them. John, you have them also in your C tier at ten nine eight seven, and Cal, you have them also at seven in your D tier. Our tiers are a little weird on this one, but just bear with us. So, um, yeah, I mean, have, have at Cal. You want to open on this one?
2: Yeah, um, I have them the same tier as uh, Man Lions. I know it's just a cop out, but I, it's just an unknown to me. I I do like their players though. Uh, Dandan, Resor, Ronaldo, um, Bvoy. Uh, you played on JDG, J- 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 right? I mean, he's been around the block. He's been, block been around it. forever. So, between Young Miracles and JDG, you LPL experience. I don't know if like he just could get any better or worse. He might be just a staple of. Just that bottom half, but it's the same thing. It's uh I think the top half is is really good compared to the other teams as well. Um they can make a run for it if they if they can, but it just comes down to execution, what kind of teamwork they have, in my opinion.
1: I draw like a really strong parallel uh, here with other teams like Vitality and, and Mad. It's a team that has a lot of like younger guys, and I rank them higher. Than Madden and Vitality because I think that their their known presences are better than those teams. Even if I think maybe their rookies are a little bit worse, I think for this split, like Dan Dan has been very good when, when he's when he's played. And then Bavoy we know what we're getting out of him, which is a not exceptional but you know pretty good LCS you know LEC quality eighty carry.
0: Bavoy's weird because he's he's like a journeyman, but he's twenty two.
1: Like he's yeah. <laughs> like he's been all over the world. He played in like
0: China and the L D L for a long time. Originally Korea, now he's in Europe. Like
1: he's only twenty two years old. He's twenty
0: two years old. Feels like he's been he's had this career forever. But like it's kind of like uh, we talked about broccoli a little bit in the off season. Like uh, it's like this Korean player has been the challenger seen in Korea forever for like for seven <laughs> years or something. So kind of feels the yeah. same
1: way. It just felt to me like even though I think probably razor Ronaldo and Denick are not as uh, as high ceiling as like the guys that Mad got, I think their their known quantities are better than the other two like rookie filled teams. So I had Misfits finishing the highest of these like rookie filled yeah. rebuild rosters.
0: Yeah, there's and there's a whole there's a whole chunk of these in Europe this year where and there's also like there's another chunk of them that are like more continuity. Like we're we're gonna get to Excel in a little bit, but Excel's like a bunch of guys that are like sophomore year guys that that. Are basically kind of like extended rookies, right? So um, let me see. Where did I have? I had misfits at six, but again, like it's in, like, I have five teams in my C tier where like, I don't know. Like I think there's, to me, Europe is like there's four clear cut teams that I think are better than everyone. And then from there it's anybody's ball game besides SK. So yeah, five
1: for me, like five teams that are clearly the top five for me. And then yeah, the rest of the teams could kind of go any way. Who had the biggest difference on this
0: one? Oh, yeah. I got lost. Oh, Fifth, okay. seven. God, I got it, got it. So six. Um, Kyle, did you have anything else? I'm getting lost in my own. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, I'm getting, I'm getting lost. Let me get back on track. Let me get back on track. So, uh, aggregated number six, exactly six. Uh, Excel. Uh, I had them seven. Chris had them five. Both of us in our C tier. John, you had them at six in your C tier, and Calvin, you had them at seven, right? Uh, eight, six, six. Oh, so you had them at six also in C tier. Is, is Excel just like, we don't know? Like So Excel are bringing back, so we have Expect, Cajal, Mickey, Patrick, and Tor. Tor is Norskaren, right? Yes. So old names, nothing new here, but all another year older another year more I won't say older I'll say another year more experienced because these are all pretty young players still besides Mickey right uh these are uh, really if you think about it like yeah casual and casual and Pat uh Patrick were like really like super prospects right like they were the next guys in EU it was like those two uh like two years ago right upset was in that crew too um, there's like a whole crew of like these like highly tattered prospects. So I like the direction Excels gone here. I think this is good. norskaren has been you know pretty good. Not not a complete star or anything, but he's been pretty good in his career. Uh, this team feels like they're going to be the gatekeepers, right?
1: Hundred percent. This team feels like the the bridge between my favorite teams and my least favorite teams. Yeah. They're like the measuring stick. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I think Can like Fell Hump. Well, there's also, yeah, like, here's the thing. Like, you could tell yourself a story where this team is, like, way better. Like, if if you think, ev- like, if everybody on this team, if everyone, if, if specifically if Cajal and Pat- and Patrick take a step forward, I actually like this team a lot now. Like, I would put this team, I would move this team up a tier if those two mi- take a step forward.
2: Yeah, it really depends on Cajal, in my opinion, as well. Like you said, yeah. uh, last year, he's shown a glimpse of being, like, Really good, like top three jungler. And there's times where he just looked awful, like real yeah, bad. He was on a real
0: bad team
2: too. So like, I know, you know. and it, and he helped carry. He helped carry that. T- you know, for a couple of wins. I mean, it's just, it's just see, it's just seeing how Cager can do, and just being more consistent. In my opinion, is what this team needs.
0: Yeah, I think of of like all the C tier teams for me, I, I kind of like this team the most, even though I don't have them ranked the highest. Like. I think this team has the highest ceiling of all of these teams.
1: Yeah, I put them above all the other like kind of unknown quantities. <clears throat> but one thing that this team has that's bad for them, I think, is that their strength is the bot lane. Like we talked about it before. Yeah. I think Patrick, I think Patrick and Norskaren is a good, solid, probably above average top bot lane.
0: Half, top four, maybe.
1: <clears throat> yeah, like they're a pretty good bot lane. Mickey scares the crap out of me because, like, I can't remember if it was two Boys. or three splits ago. Two or three splits ago, when he was on Golden Guardians, in like the first five games of the season, I literally made a post on Twitter. You can go find where I was like, "Mickey's actually the best mid laner in all of NA. Like, this, guy, <laughs> this guy's actually like amazing. He's it's just going to crush everybody." And then the next like five games, he was just abysmal. And then like for the whole rest of the season, he was just awful. And I was like, "What happened? What happened to Mickey, the genius best mid in NA?" So he scares the crap out of me. Expect is like the definition of a serviceable, fine top laner to me. So it's really going to matter whether they can transition the bot lane to mean anything because, like we talked about, really it's a top top three person meta at the moment, and I'm not sure this team that's where its strength
0: is. Mickey Mickey's such an interesting case because I think he's one of people always say like the the all the Korean and like Asian players coming west for the re- the retirement home quote unquote is like that's the that's the, that's the meme right? But I think with Mickey there's some players where, like, that's the case, where they're just coming for the money, right? Like, Crown obviously came, got paid. Like, Crown still got it, right? Mickey, there's got to be a reason all those Korean teams passed on him. Like, he was, he kind of was, like, passed around a little bit in the LCK, and, like, he got some playing time, like, Afrika, like, this is years ago now. But, like, th- to me, there's got to be a reason that he went, I mean, I guess maybe he just wanted to travel. I don't want to, like, totally tell this dude's life story, but, like, Spent some time... uh, I don't know if he was in... He was in Turkey. I don't think he went to Brazil. Like, he didn't go that far. But, like... I don't... There's something weird going on with Mickey. And I I don't know what it is. But, like... The guy's had talent his whole career. It's just a matter of, like, putting it all together. And sometimes he does, and sometimes he doesn't. Uh, I'll mention this because they do have a, a backup mid. Maybe could be the starter in special. Who we got to see. Um... Let me make sure he's under contract before I spout some bullshit. No, he's, he's still under contract. So he's under contract until November this year. So there's an off chance that we see, like, maybe some split time there. Uh, special was okay, like, serviceable. I don't know. Yeah, I, know I thought Special
1: was playable, but this is – I think you nailed it when you just said that, like, this is the gatekeeping team for me. This is the, the measuring stick. If any of the rookie teams are better than Excel, then – then they'll they'll be a playoff team, probably. I would guess. Yeah,
0: and I think like there's enough of, there's enough continuity and there's enough experience, and we've seen like enough from these players to know like okay, they're good, maybe not great, but good. And if they're getting outperformed, then maybe we got to give more more credit to the the rookies on these other teams from the below them, right? All right, uh, let's see. Uh, rank five, we have them at four point seven. Is Rogue. Um, real quick, let me just read down Rogue's roster for everyone. Uh, Rogue is going to be Finn, inspired Larson, Hansama, and Vander, and they're going to be coached by freddy One Two Two, old standby. Right? I had Rogue. I mean, I put them five, but again, like my my C tier is kind of like a hodgepodge. Uh, I like Rogue. I think I like excel the most in this in this group, and then I like Rogue the second most. A lot of it is, is based on, like, what we know from Hansama. Hansama. is really, really good. I think Vander is going to be pretty good. Um, he's been kind of up and down, but you know he's a serviceable veteran. Uh, Larson, I know is going to be good. I'm confident he's going to be good. Finn and Inspired, they're the unknowns. Upside, touted prospects. Got to see a little bit from them, right? Uh I don't know. I, I think this team, much like Excel, is enough continuity but also enough upside that they kind of, like, hit that
2: sweet spot for me. I think you're right, right. there. Oh, my bad. No. I, just I think Excel has a higher upside. But I think this team in general, I think it's just rock solid, uh, like, from top to bottom. I want to say, like, their upside's huge. Like, where they can just, like, maybe compete for a top, like, three spot. But I think this team, just in general, like, has a good core of guys, and then they can just be just, like, even kills throughout the season maybe just a tad bit but not as much as xl so i'm
1: uh i'm the opposite of you guys we both have these teams like next to each other kind of similar thinking about them but this is this for me is the better of the two teams because for me i think hansam is the best player on either team yeah
0: i'd agree that i'd agree with
1: and i think larson inspired and finn have played a little bit and they've been pretty good i think larson finn and inspired is definitely a better top three than Mickey i would expect for me. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> My biggest problem with Rogue is Vander. I don't think Vander is going to be good. I'll tell you, I'll give you a little, like, hint thing, too, about why Vander really might not be good, because I was really thinking about this. If Vander was good, don't you think he would be on Shalka? Like, Forgiven Ooh. Forgiven got to choose his, his support. If Vander was good, don't you think for he would be supporting Forgiven? This is... Like, that was actually this is like, I the best about. point I've heard all <laughs> offseason about any region. That was, like, something I really thought about. It was, like, if he's, like, huh. really, like, coming back, Forgiven would have taken him for sure. And so the fact that he didn't makes me think that Vander is not going to be better this season.
0: That's a really interesting take that I'm having to reconsider now. <laughs> I've changed my rank. Literally, while John was talking, I've changed the ranks on, like, history <laughs> teams, like, back and forth between Rogue Excel and Misfits. Like... This just goes to show you that, like, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, maybe this is, like, the C-minus tier right here. There we go. <laughs> um, Chris had them at number four in his B-tier. So Chris is Chris is a lot higher than we are on Rogue. You had them in your B-tier as well, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess Vander is the biggest question mark. That's not a bad thing, I guess. I don't know. The rest of the team, I, I'm with you. Like, in spot, like, that top trio is good. I don't know if they're going to be great. Maybe they will be. Maybe they all improve another year. This is like another year better. Again, this is another story of the team that's like the sophomores, right?
1: So. Yeah, I just think this is the better of those two teams, but I could see you going either way, depending on how you feel about specific players. I personally think this is the better of those two squads, and I really expect them to be a playoff team where uh, XL is kind of like, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the like rookie rosters passes them. I think Rogue makes the playoffs almost for sure. They're in my top five. So
0: you, so you put a clear delineation between the two, whereas like Calvin and myself have them together. And I had them in different like tiers. You, you and Chris both put Rogue and Excel. Like there's a clear separation between the two. Like you both had Rogue in like your B tier, like separate, like NXL and C. So you think Rogue is like definitely a playoff team?
1: Yeah, for me, the, third... the top five teams are like guaranteed playoffs for me, and then it's which of the other teams makes it in with them. Got it.
0: Um, yeah, Rogue. Those two teams are going to be really interesting because they're like the pivot point for the whole league, right? Where it's like, okay, like they're they're going to define if you're good or bad, not just based on like making playoffs or whatever, but like I think they're good measuring sticks, both of them. So, yep. I, and
1: I think they're like you said, I think they're good ones. Like I think they're really good teams to be measuring sticks. Yeah.
0: Um. Next up, I guess it, we, if we're aggregating, there is a clear difference between these two like they're this is like our bt like our five and six is like where the tier breaks so um next up we have
1: this Shot gets really four. interesting because so, we have three teams tied for second
0: and they're all aggregated to 3.2 so this is going to get a little weird um what's the what's the quote from the matrix this is going to feel a little weird <laughs> so, um so, I had Origin at 4 in my B tier. Chris has them at 2. Oh, wait. We're looking at uh, Schalke. Schalke. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. I had Schalke at 3 in my B tier. Chris also had them at 3 in his B tier. You had them at 4 in your B tier. And Calvin had them at 3 in his B tier. So, we all think that this is just, like, definitely a playoff team. We just don't know where they're going to go because, and I mean, I guess I'll open on this because I think we're all going to ask, like, the same question, basically, is, is forgiven back? Like, right. that's the question with this team, right? Because, like, like, I, I think Odo Amne, and Abadaga. Abadaga was a stud last season. I think he kind of went, like, quietly underappreciated last year. He was really, really good for a new player. Like, really, yep. really good. Like, yep. showed a number of different play styles. Like, looked mature beyond his years. Like, he's he's legit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Odo Amne he has been there, been around forever. It's probably a top three or four top laner still.
1: He's Maybe. like a slightly worse impact for me yeah. in that like he very rarely looks awesome, but he almost never looks terrible. He's usually just like,
0: yeah. And so, and oh. then we have Gilius, who like I always call um oh my god I always call uh, Yamato Ken and the Peter Laviolette of coaches, but like Gilius is kind of the Peter Laviolette of players, right? Where like the <laughs> first year or like to use another hockey reference, he's like Marion Hosa. Where he just got passed around from Stanley Cup team to Stanley Cup team in the early two thousands and like, where Gilius in like the first like season or two that he's with a team like I don't know if it's just his personality or what but like always like seems to light a fire under everyone's ass and like they get after it right like his teams get after it and like I don't know if it wears on them or if people just figure him out but like I, I this top trio is a bunch of fire starters and then you also add forgiven to the mix like I, I like this team. A lot, and I think that in this game right now, you want to be you want to be starting shit. Like for lack of better terms, like you want to be starting, you want to be picking fights and being better than people. And this team is like equipped to do that. I just don't know about dreams. And we talked about this when when we did the the off season acquisition show, like the the hot stove season shows. But like dreams isn't bad. But seems like the opposite kind of support that Forgiven would want, right? Like, this seems like a weird yeah. fit. It's a very weird fit. And I have to imagine that Schalke gave him, like, carte blanche, like, in terms of, like, what to pick and everything, like, for, like, his options. And maybe, there's a chance maybe there weren't any good options that he liked, and this is the best of the the pack. Or maybe we're just wrong on Dreams, or maybe Dreams needed, needed a guy like Forgiven to, like, really, you know... Light the fire in him, and all of a sudden we're going to see dreams, you know, playing completely different than we did, right? Um, the bot lane's the question. This top trio is really good. I actually think this top trio is like pretty close to like the top tier.
1: Gilius is still a bit of a question mark yeah. for me. Like he's proven enough that he's that he's good enough to be here, but him, forgiven, and dreams are all I would say like optimistic question marks. They're all question yeah. marks that I expect to be good. Um. I will say real quick while we're here, my absolute favorite bet of the entire year. Uh, Shalka is plus money to make the playoffs that's, on the site that I bet on. That's insane. And I loaded up as hard as I could on that. Uh, there's like almost no way for me that this team doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah, get your money in on that if you can.
0: Because like I think even if like the Forgiven experiment fails, like this top trio is good enough to carry, I think.
1: I think if, if Forgiven's even serviceable, the rest of the team's good enough. If Gilius is just serviceable, the rest of the team's good enough. Yeah, I'd be really surprised if they don't at least make the playoffs. I don't know. I,
0: I'm also a big fan of Forgiven, so I kind
1: of want this team to work out really, really well. I, I, I have to
0: imagine that he's just, like, starving to compete again.
2: Oh, like, for, for those sure. that
0: don't, For those that don't know, um, Forgiven was – I mean, he had his weaknesses, but for the most part, Forgiven was one of the best Western players, period, ever. Yeah. Yep. And had to serve his mandatory military service in Greece. And you know, it came at a really bad time for him where he was kind of like I don't want to say he was peaking, but like he was he was a peak performer. He's one of the best players and he just had to do it like he didn't have a choice, right? So you know he's been eyeing this up. Like he's hungry. He's been wa- he's wanted this for so long now. Uh maybe he overplays, maybe I, I don't know. Like I- I'm optimistic for this team. I think this team's got like borderline S tier upside. Like, yeah, they're
1: like a... They're a guaranteed playoff team to me, and they definitely have... Gilius hurts me a little bit. I, I think Gilius, we've seen his ceiling, and I'm not sure if it's G2 and Fnatic level. Yeah. Forgiven would have to be very, very good for them to be able to compete with those guys, but yeah. I think this is like a lock playoff team.
0: Yeah, I think Gilius is kind of like the EU blabber, right?
2: Yeah. He was like bit, the right? original blabber. Like, that's... <laughs>
0: um, Cal, any thoughts on shocker? You had them also at three.
2: Yeah. Um, I guess. I guess being motivated, just as a team, would propel them to a top three spot. Uh, player wise, I think they're all good. It's just that I. I hope that egos don't come and they start butting heads with each other. Yeah. Cause a lot in the Call of Duty community where. Uh, the old OpTic team was, was stacked. Like, their team was stacked, and they should have won every single event. But they had super egotistical people where they would butt heads a lot. And I'm, and especially with League of Legends, it's just a lot of mental, you know, a lot of mental. So I don't know if they can mentally drain each other just by arguing or not. I mean, we'll see. I mean, they're still great players. So they're, I mean, in in a l- region where basically the top five is pretty pretty, you know, self-explanatory, and the bottom half is just not that great so forgiven might have to watch out a little
1: bit because forgiven was a pro yeah. in a time where you could be a little bit less pc uh and i don't know i want to see him be as least pc as possible man i wanna For- i wanted to be himself he's he might have to be a little bit careful he is some of the things he said before might have gotten him in trouble if he said them now
0: forgiven is honestly he's like a professional wrestler man like Mm -hmm. he eats it up. He likes being the heel. I don't know. He doesn't even like being the heel because he doesn't like all that stuff. He just isn't afraid to speak his mind. Like, it's not like he's out there seeking negative attention. It's just when you put him on camera, he's going to say some shit sometimes, right? So, like... And then Gilius, he's had a history, too. So, I don't know, man. This team's just... They got a fire. Like, this team feels like hot lava to me, right? Yeah, And in Europe, like, European... European gamers in any sport or in, in any e-sport, in any game, the fiery European player is, like, a, it's a stereotype. And oh, it's yeah. one that, like, I love because they're always good. Like, that's the uniting characteristic is they're always good, mm-hmm. right? So, I don't know. Th- this team just feels like it's 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 ready to go. I don't know. I, I like them quite a bit. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really optimistic. Like, I, I almost want to move them up a tier, but, like, I'm going to have to think on it more. Um Next up, also, again, we had like, a three-way tie for second. Uh, Origin. Uh, I had Origin just below Shaka, but also in the B tier at four. Chris had them in his A tier uh, at number two. Ahead so of... did I. Uh, John, you also had them in your A tier right there Mother with her. another that we're going to talk about. Uh, Cal, you had them at four right below Shaka, just like me. You, had, you, and, you and I basically had the same ranks now, I'm looking at it.
1: Yeah, there's just one really funky rank. That I wish Chris was here for that that made this tie possible. I don't know if anyone was paying attention to this one right here. Yeah. We'll talk about it in a minute, but that that was what really yeah. threw uh, the rankings off. But um Origin Origin is a great counterpoint to Shalka because Origin is the non fiery version of of like similar talent. Like I think origin yeah. has yeah. I think origin has more talent. But this is going to be, I think, a very consistent team, whereas Schalke could be all over oh, the you map. You mean
0: Schalke has more talent, but Origin's probably more steady.
1: No, I mean I think Origin has more talent, oh. but but they're floor team, whereas Schalke is a ceiling team. Like Shalka could look like absolute world beaters for two weeks, and then just get dumpstered by like SK if they're having like a bad day on the wrong champions or something. Whereas Origin, I think, is going to be a very consistent like force so
0: if you had to pick like we'll use like the old thorin example like alien invaders come to earth and they say we're going to destroy the planet unless uh you beat us in league of legends and assume yeah. presumably they're gods at it they're just incredibly good which you you want shalka to be playing them on that given day yeah i think but i over of course a season
1: you'd want origin right yeah and origin um i do think they're going to finish higher in the standings than shalka because i think they do have good players and and a good consistent setup, but I would like they. Don't, I don't think Origin has any chance to win the league, whereas Shalka probably has a chance to win the league because of their ceiling. Origin's just going to beat like I, Origin's one of those teams that I think is just going to beat everybody who's worse than them and just always lose to G2 and Fnatic.
0: Isn't this weirdly exactly the
1: same as last
0: year, right? Like, yeah. like, Origin's
1: around, it's the same thing,
0: still. yeah. Like, last year, Origin was just like, okay, they're probably third or fourth place, <laughs> like. They're mm-hmm. never gonna be G two or Fnatic, but hey, whatever. And then Shaka was just like, I don't know, maybe they'd be Fnatic on a good day. Like
1: And then Origin did be Fnatic. Like uh, they saw their feeling yeah. they'd be Fnatic in spring and they made and the they faded uh, them forever. It was great. Yes. And we did a very well fading them after that. But <laughs> Yeah, this uh I, I, I like this Origin roster. I think they're for me the third best team in the league. And they could compete with with uh with Fnatic, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't see them having any chance to win the league.
0: So it's kind of weird looking at this now. Like SoCal, like you hop in whenever you you got something on this one. But like it, it's kind of interesting. Like to me, like our shouldn't this really just be like a top four, like a clear cut top four, and then like the gatekeeper teams, and then everyone else.
2: Yeah, just like like I said, like actually. if we had to do three
0: big tiers, it would be just be like okay, like four good teams, one really really good team, two gatekeeper teams, and then four we don't know. Question marks, right?
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: I don't know. You, uh, what do you, what do you think on Origin? I, I, cause I mostly agree with what John said. Like, I think, I think Alfari, for whatever reason, I think he, people just don't realize how good he is. Like, I don't know if it's just that, like, the teams he's been on, like, he or if I don't know if I'm trying to think if like he's had like plays that make him look bad. But I don't, I know, I never understood. Why people don't think he's like one of the better top players in
1: Europe. I can kind of tell you because I, I, I have a slightly lower opinion of him than you, I think, but I he feels to me very much like a Gimgoon figure in that That's I very rarely comparison. see Alfari have a very bad game, but you also almost never see Alfari like go off unless it's a Lowey. Yeah, I can think of very few games where it's like, oh man, Alfari's 7 0. He's just popping off here. Like that basically never happens. He also rarely gets dumpstered. He's just like a good, safe, good. solid. People don't like good, safe, solid players a lot of the time. They like superstar potential, even if it comes with bad games as well. Yeah, but then
0: I mean, you see in a case like Imgun, where it's like you put that person on the right team, and they're just as important as all the other pieces. Like their stability is the thing that's important. It allows the other guys to do what they do a lot of the time. Like, yeah,
1: and I think yeah, and I think that's kind of who Alfari is. His biggest thing is whether or not he can get people that are strong enough to make it, so that it's all right for him to be solid.
0: Yeah, we didn't really talk too much about it, but, like, Destiny coming in here um, from Oceania. Uh, Played on Mammoth. Mammoth was really good at Worlds, man. Like, I I was impressed with that team. Um, Yeah. This is the second, like, I mean, this and um, what's it called in North America? Ryoma? uh, Yeah. Teams not afraid to import the best at a position in a region. Like, they shouldn't be. And you talked about this during the Hot Stove Season show. Like, Teams should just do this. Like, if you're the, I don't care if there's two hundred thousand players on a server. Like, if you're the best out of that, then you're probably pretty good. Even if you're going to a server with like twenty million players or whatever, right?
1: Like, yeah, yeah. probably
0: pretty. Like, how much different is it really? Like, I think there is a difference, like over time, but on an individual basis, why not? And you're probably getting them on the cheap too. Like,
1: I love it. This is exactly what more teams need to do. Especially, I'm surprised that Origin did it because they're already like a title contending type yeah. team, but. If you're a bad team, how are you not going and picking up these kinds of players? Like, this is exactly what you should be doing if you're a bad nope. team. Because you might go pick up the, the guy who's rank one in Australia or one of the best players in, in Oceania. He might turn out to be just as good when you take him to EU and be one of the best players in his position. And you can get him for, like, very cheap. No one else is trying to court him, so he'll probably come to your garbage team. And then you can get yourself, like, a real superstar. Instead of trying to pick up, like, a... 7th tier eighty carry like from has some been, other... Or
0: some has-been. like Yeah,
1: go pick up a, a bright star from one of these other servers and then try to give them a shot on you the You also stage. have
0: the plus side of, like, a lot of times, like, if you bring a guy that's completely new, nobody has film. Like, nobody... Like, yeah. they have film from the old league, but you don't know if you haven't played against him. Maybe he just plays weird. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Like, you have yeah, that really added like upside, it. too. So, um yeah, this team's... I, I feel most... I'm, I'm mostly in lockstep with you guys on this one. Like, I, I think... Really, this this top three is. I mean, we'll just go on to the next one now. But like, I'm, I'm kind of in lockstep. I think we're all on the same page, except for Chris.
1: Yeah, we'll tell the readers why Fnatic is in this three way tie with Origin and Shogun. Right, so
0: Fnatic's in a three way tie exactly in terms of average, like aggregated placement. All these teams were three point two.
1: Three of us have them in have them in second.
0: Three of us have Fnatic <laughs> second. Uh, all at you know the top of our A tier, and then Chris has them sixth.
1: He just has Fanatics scraping into the playoffs.
0: So, I don't remember. He said, he said before he had to take off. exactly I thought he why. had it first.
2: <laughs> for a second. <laughs> yeah, I was <must> yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what? what did he...
0: I'm going to have to allow Chris to defend himself on Twitter so people can just do that because I don't want to like misquote him or anything. But he was trying. He said something to me before about why he had them here, and I just
1: don't know what it was. I'll try to give you like my best argument for why they might be not good this yeah. season. Reckless so, Toast, is that it? Yeah, Reckless could be significantly worse. I definitely don't think Reckless is like one of the top 80 carries. Well, also,
0: Broxo's is a stud and they just lost him.
1: Yeah, I mean self made might just I mean he was good on SK, but he was also on like a pretty bad team it's where he to was to look the bogus.
0: Good. Yeah, it's yeah, look good, mean, good it was on a bad process. team.
1: So it, Nemesis had a pretty good everything all the way up until like the quarterfinals of World, so it's hard to really pick yeah. too much apart about him. Hillisang, is saying, I guess, might take a step back this season. I don't think he's been outstanding. Maybe he's been Reckless good. Takes
0: a step back, maybe. I don't know. Reckless is still good. He just gets a lot of shit.
1: If you hate Whippo, a lot of people hate Whippo. I'm a huge Whippo fan. I think he's awesome, yeah, but a great. lot of people hate him. So I guess that you can make some arguments for why they're not going to be good. But for me, they're a clear number two in the league. Yeah, to me, I they, think in our
2: dist- oh never mind.
1: Just go ahead.
0: They just have better players than like everybody else besides G two, right? Like self made to me, self made is the biggest question mark. Like, Broxa is huge shoes to fill. Broxa was unbelievably good last year. And jungle's important. Like, that's what makes stuff happen a lot of the time. And if even if we think self-made is good, like, what do you rate, like, Broxa out of 10? Or out of 100? Out of 100 is, like, in the 90s. Yeah, like, yeah. 91, 92, yeah. like, doing Madden overalls or something, right? He's, like, a 90, 91, 92 range, right? Maybe yeah. not, like, the elite elite. Like, he's not Karsa. Yeah. Yeah, when he's like he's DMs pretty like, good. Yeah, right. Self-made is like between eighty and eighty-five for me. Maybe on the bottom end of that. Like he's good, and like in Europe, he's probably like <laughs> third best jungler or something like that. But it's relative, right? So like, it's kind of like we were talking about with with um like Puff and Southwind in the LPL, where it's like, yeah, people can be happy they brought in someone good, but you still need to 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 Remember that this is relative to what they had before, which is still probably a downgrade. Different kind of players, but I don't think Selfmade's like. I think Broxa was just better in every facet of the game, so it's going to be interesting. This team's still just good. Like, Selfmade is still good. Like, they downrated yeah. from, like, the second best jungler to the third best jungler or fourth best jungler, right? That might yeah, be a pretty I- big gap, but, like, that still means this team just has five good players, even if he'll sang and Reckless take a step back. Like, yeah, it is.
1: It's a downgrade, but like you say, even if Hillsang and Reckless take a step back and they downgraded it at the jungle, I still think they're the second best team in the league. Yeah. And we don't know for sure that Reckless and Hillsang are going to be worse, and we don't know for sure that Selfmade hasn't gotten better. Yeah, but I mean, even if everything goes wrong, I still think they're the second best team in the league.
0: Well, you could make an argument that, like, if you if you think about last year and how like bad the meta game was for Reckless with all the mages and everything, so far this season, I'm not gonna you know we don't know yet. But so far this season, there hasn't been an mage play in the bot lane really. Yeah, so, it's been 80 carries. It's so. been 80 carries. And Aphilios is something that's right up his alley. Um, I don't see him playing the Senna, but, you know, like if it's gone back to that traditional role, um, he's going to have to learn how to play early and not just eat farm Staling and stay on it. Yeah. But, I mean, if you need a guy, like, I don't know. It, it can't, the meta can't be worse than it was last year for him, right? If you think yeah. about it. So And their
1: top three is just very good. We didn't touch a lot on Whippo, but I think Whippo self-made and Nemesis is a is a very good top three. Yeah,
0: I mean. There's a couple teams with just like elite top trios, and unfortunately, they're just not our number one team. Like that's the only thing they've done wrong. Like the like Fnatic is an exceptional team. The only thing Fnatic did wrong is they're not our number one team, which is our unanimous number one, which is G two, right? Uh, you know, we, we talked. Uh, do you guys have anything else to add on Fnatic before we go on to this? Because I want to I want to dive deep a little bit on G two.
1: Nope. Only thing I'd say on that is uh, there's another bet I like real quick to throw in is um, there's a betting without G2 option on Bovada where you bet who is going to do the best except for G2. And Fnatic was like plus 200 in that, which I think is Uh, a very good bet. That's
0: very good. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah,
1: so I like that bet
0: a lot. Unanimous number one, G2. uh, Unanimous in a tier of their own, S tier, G2. I wanted to... We talked a little bit about it in our show, like, after Worlds, but I think as good as FunPlus Phoenix was in that World Championship, I I honestly still think G2 was the best team in the world last year. FunPlus had them on the day. FunPlus were also an exceptional team. If you ran that back, uh, you know, another 100 times, I still think G2 probably wins 60 out of 100, maybe 70 out of 100. Like, I think... I think I don't want to say FunPlus caught Lightning in a bottle entirely because they were also very very good, but I think people are going to remember 3-0 and not remember the entirety of last year because like they, they remember the last thing they saw.
1: Not even remember the entirety of Worlds. Even yeah. if you look at the rest of Worlds, like nobody thought FPX was winning even going into the semifinals. There was like literally nobody I knew who was thinking FPX was going to win Worlds with four teams left when they yeah. were alive. So yeah, just I mean they they swept the finals and I, they were definitely better than G2 on the day. But I I do think G2 was the team of last year. Like, they won MSI, they dominated both splits of of LEC. They were
0: dumpstering everybody while trolling. Yeah. Nobody does that in professional play. Like, that hasn't been done in eight years since, like, the the initial start of all this.
1: FBX deserved to win the the World Championships for that match, but I do think the team of last year was was G2 for me. So, G2 brings... Shout out to Mr. Malmanger, who's just going to, like... (laughs) Rag
0: me on yeah. for- <laughs> um, So G2 bring everybody back They're just running it back Which I think is the correct decision They haven't I always like when teams improve but like they didn't really have many options To improve right like this team was so good Like all these players were so good at every position That I almost don't want to mess it up right
1: I don't want to mess it up at all. The, like, the teamwork and stuff—it's like IG. The teamwork and stuff for them is so important yeah. that even if there was somebody who was more mechanically talented than one of their players, I still don't think I'd make the switch. Yeah, I just being think... on the same page and everything so important. So
0: G two are minus one ninety to win the split. Uh, talk me out of that, like <laughs> besides that, it's minus odds on a future. <laughs> like that's.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna bet it for the first time. I bet G two heavy, heavy both splits last year as a future. I'm not going to bet is it. this time. real. <laughs> just because there's a lot that can happen. Yeah. So I'm just not going to bet at this time, but if you wanted to bet G2 at minus 190, I wouldn't argue with you at it's all. It's just like, so... They're a big favorite to win the split.
0: I, I think about it this way, right? If we think... Fnatic Origin Schalke, right? How, much, how big of a... Get? Like, we all put them a tier ahead of... Like, G2 a tier ahead of them. Like... How big is that gap? Is it going to be bigger this year? Because like it's kind of hard. To t- it's kind of hard to take this in context because last year Fnatic was like right there with them. Like they were very good, also not quite as good, but like Fnatic was a top eight team in the world, top twelve team in the world. G two is a top two team in the world to me. Yeah. Are any of these are Fnatic Origin Chalka a top? eight or 12 team in the world to you like to me it's maybe whereas last year was like almost definitely so like maybe i think maybe there's three teams that are competitive now instead of just one but i also think that the gap is didn't really it's if anything i think it got maybe a little bigger like maybe maybe there's now there's more film on g2 the whole region's played against them a bunch so like there's that angle where it kind of ends up washing and it ends up being like kind of feels the same as last year
1: but like Like, so like what's the gap here The gap between G2 and Origin closed for me. Like, I thought Origin got a little bit better, so that gap closed. But that gap was so big that it's not relevant that it closed. Yeah. And the gap between G2 and Fnatic got bigger, and those were the only two teams that were even kind of close. Uh, So, yeah, for me, they're probably a bigger favorite to win this split than they were last split.
0: Like, who's the team that's going to beat them if, if there's a team that beats them?
1: Fnatic if self-made fanatic. yeah self-made fanatic, yeah. blows up and, and beats them i don't even like shulka has a very very far outside I think chance has of the ceiling catching too, fire but that's it but yeah for me if they lose it's to fanatic
0: yeah so uh g2 unanimous favorite i i just like i i keep trying to talk myself out of it like maybe i don't know because like these players aren't even that old and it's not like they were full, like it's not like they were getting by like they were getting by by being crafty, but they were they also just had chops out the wazoo last year. So it's not like it's not like they were cheesing people. They just could also cheese people. You know, like this and none wasn't of a team that really, had to.
1: None of them really had bad periods either, where you no. could be like, maybe maybe they should have upgraded from this guy because he had a bunch of bad games. Nobody was a liability really like that. Yeah, they were all just great. Yeah, it was
0: like the <laughs> FPX. Like if anything. I think GimGoon was like a bigger liability than like any given person on G2. Mhm. GimGoon was obviously excellent or whatever, but like this team doesn't have a weakness. Like the team's weakness is their own hubris. Like that's like that's it to me. Like I don't I don't know. I just don't see anybody beating this team. And I yeah. know that's like not exactly the hottest take in the universe, but like they're <laughs> they're going to be contending for the world title again unless some catastrophic shit happens, right? I agree. So All right. Uh any futures we would like for Europe? like ugh, it's just weirdly it, enough i hate
1: futures in europe it's just like
0: the... yeah it's like when g2's there it's just like you can't honestly tell yourself a story where they win like to win the whole thing anyway
1: i mentioned the only two i like which is the betting without g2 on fanatic and can betting on chuck shock and make the playoffs, on, Sean, Sean make the playoffs yeah. which is my favorite bet of the year yeah i like that a lot so far <sighs> anything else guys
0: I think that's going to do it for, for you. i tell everybody to shoot their questions for uh, Chris about his controversial Fanatic number six ranking and see here. Yes, please um, do. Please. <laughs> we're going to stick the dogs on Chris. I feel bad, but uh, it'll be fun to see the debate because that's really what we're all here for, right? That's, that's the fun of all this, so. Uh, the debate, the talking shop and everything. So
1: and a quick note, keep uh, keep an eye on Twitter for uh, the plug challenge with me and me and Prime is continuing on. Prime's and, lead four and, three, right? and I'll probably post some updates about our season long fantasy that we just set up. Uh, we did a, a hundred dollar season long league with some of the Twitter guys. And I'll probably post some updates about uh, picks and stuff on Twitter there. So keep it. Uh, keep tuned in.
0: Yeah, I think uh, other than that, uh, we'll probably have the LEC, we have, uh, the last major region we have is the L- LCK, which doesn't start up until February 8th, so um, we'll probably have that to, you You know, we're probably going to record that one next week, or the, you yep. know, the next weekend or something like that, and we'll have that one out to you before the LCK starts, but uh, until then, enjoy, uh, we'll probably have a show to you guys out next week for the first week of the LCS and LEC. Uh, that's going to do it for Europe. Everybody have a great night. And we'll see you. Let's do it, boys. See you later. Yeah. The Gold Card Podcast opening theme is Clouds by Harvey and the Hendersons. The closing theme is Wasp in a Hat by the Tea Club. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Podbean to never miss an episode.